Do you mean to tell me, gang, that they paired one of the most popular cartoon and toy franchises of the last 20 years with another one of the most popular cartoon and toy franchises of the last 40 years? And they didn't even make a toy that you could really play with or do anything with? We are talking about My Little Pony Transformers Friendship in Disguise. Da 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 da. Wham. everybody and welcome back to your new favorite show the more you nerd my name is drew and i am here to talk about two things that i actually do really love the transformers and my little pony friendship is magic Uh, i believe we have covered uh mlp on this show before in the past i also have i also that was my first exposure to it and then i had kids and uh i i am gonna be honest i would not consider myself a brony but I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, many episodes of that show, and I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, but what I am afraid to say is that I can't do this alone. But I said it anyway, and I need my buddy Miles. How are you, friend, to help me? I'm doing out great. I, I'm really excited about this week because I think that, you know, I, I said at the end of the show last week that My Little Pony is one of the franchises that I probably have the least experience with. And for me, that's. For me, for me saying that, it means that like I haven't obsessively dove in because when I get into something, I get into something. So while I, I say that I, I have plenty of experience with My Little Pony because, you know, we cover it for the show and we watched probably the entire season of Friendship is Magic. I went to the Friendship is Magic, or I guess it's just My Little Pony, the movie, uh, in theaters uh, opening night uh, because uh, Chris is a, a, a massive uh mlp fan and and we own the movie on blu-ray so it's not that i don't have actual experience with, with my little pony but it's the it's the one i'm the least familiar with of all of all the big franchises and it, this this crossover honestly reminds me i need to spend more time in equestria yeah because well, so- i mean i remember liking the show a lot i love the movie and this crossover i i mean i texted drew while i was in the middle of reading this it's so gosh darn charming. It is. Ex- it really is. It's extremely charming in a way that I did not. Ex- I mean, I should have expected it to be because the show is really charming. But when you talk about Transformers I, and My Little Pony, those seem like two very different things. Um, Miles, yeah. Miles, I'm going to ask you a very important question before we get into this. One, do you have a favorite Transformer? Uh, Yeah. What, who was that favorite Transformer? Soundwave. Soundwave. Do you um, have... I also like Blaster. I Look, I love the guys who are, t- who turned old tech. Like, that is a thing. There's a, there's a, a classic, I can't remember what, uh, probably Kotaku or something, of old tech, or no, uh, current streaming services and stuff, or, or social media as 70s anime tech. 
and it's like it one was, of my it was, favorite it was uh ni- it was 90s anime tech but uh or late tech. 80s 90s anime tech some of it but, looks uh, very gun to me but um that kind of stuff just always gets me so uh soundwave as a character is is whatever the fact that he is a a tape deck player is really what makes uh me a fan i i love transformers that turn into cool stuff as is blaster blaster is also the other tape deck uh do you have a favorite pony um i do but i think my answer is extremely basic just based on my very limited experience with mlp um i love rainbow dash okay that tracks that tracks uh uh um (laughs) My favorites are, of course, Starscream and uh, Pinkie Pie is my favorite. What is it with the... some of like my best friends being huge Starscream fans? So Star- like, Starscream, you... Starscream got a lot of airtime uh, being his own kind of thing, arguing with right. Megatron. This is always a thing. No, no, about- no, no, just one of my other best friends who was like my boss for for the better part of a decade is also a massive Transformers fan and like he loves, loves Starscream. I mean, Star Starscream is cool. One, he's an F-15 fighter jet, which is dope. I'm showing off uh, my Starscream with his, with his uh, <laughs> crown on uh, on his head for miles right now. But, you know, back in back in the 80s, all the good guys, for the most part, were just like, well, we're going to go and we're going to fight and be good. But the bad guys got to chew the scenery and got to have a little more personality and got to, to be bad guys. It is, it is so funny. We're having this conversation because this is, this is the conversation I have had a million times with the same because like he loves Skeletor for the same reason. Uh, and uh, Cobra Commander is more Cobra interesting Command- than a lot of the, the yes, G.I. Joe's. This is, I, I'm oh, pretty I sure you like also had this- I'm pretty sure you've had this conversation with me. Oh, I'm sure I have. I am sure I have. It's just, it's very, very funny. Um, cause I was literally talking that first, like 20 minutes ago about something Star Trek related. Cause they're also a big Trekkie. Um, but I, cause I mean, with, with Transformers, especially I, and I, you can probably speak to this being a, a big Transformers fan as well. Like for me as a kid, it really wasn't about the characters. It's what they turned into. Sometimes like, for sure. So like I, as a kid, like, uh, look, the voice of Optimus Prime is immortal and it's amazing. I'm not a big fan of big trucks, so like I was never super into Optimus. But I mean, again, I I my favorite is the F-15 fighter jet. Right. Uh, I I love that transformer. My, another one There's of my favorite fighter. Uh, uh, isn't there a couple of fighter jet uh, Autobots too? Was that, uh, like later, one? later there was a whole team called the Aerial Bots, which okay, were yeah. uh, which were um uh different aircraft but a lot of jets and planes um one of the most famous transformers toys and uh which was an autobot uh which is not the same uh in the cartoon is the combination of jetfire and skyfire jetfire uh was a yes was a toy that looked kind of like an f-14 tomcat that could turn into a a robot um you might also notice that it looks yeah, exactly like, what you might also notice them? that yeah. it looks exactly like the VF1S Valkyrie from Macross, which is what yeah, that, was, it's what that saying. toy model was. Uh, Wasn't was, one stolen from Robotech? <laughs> it was. Uh, so, the, so, but of course, they couldn't use that in the show, so they created right. Skyfire, 
Uh, and and the but pulp- they did have the toy out first, right? The As to- a transformer toy. Uh, yes, it was Jetfire was out. They couldn't use Jetfire in the show, so they created Skyfire, uh, which they did not make a toy f- of for like twenty years. Um, I feel I feel like we talked about this last July. I'm sure we did because I, I, we, we did I more than each I'm pretty sure we watched this, the, the Skyfire episode. episode. Yeah. Uh, did so, you say uh, what your favorite pony was? Uh, yeah, Pinkie Pie. Pinkie Pie. Which I is Pinkie Pie. Uh, you, you, it may like I, I feel like Pinkie Pie didn't have the strongest showing in this, but she is my favorite pony. I in think the show. I think that would have made a better animated segment than it made a comic. I think you're something right. we talked about uh, last week as well. Uh, with Star Trek and Doctor Who. I think some of this stuff works better on screen. And I gotta say, I, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling to find a pony that I dislike. You know, there's, there's, no, there's no one I'm actively like, oh, I don't want to see this pony do anything, even if sometimes they do the same shtick over and over. Yeah, even, even the pony that I expected to not like and started watching the show years and years ago, I did not expect to like Rarity because she seemed, you know, like right fancy and stuck up but no it turns out she's extremely sweet and kind so (laughs) also her story is like oh oh this is the vibe we're going for yeah this is okay so let's let's actually time out and let's talk about this friendship in disguise friendship in disguise uh so this is a four issue series from 2020 so this is uh uh came out uh in the pandemic in our year, darkest hour in our darkest hour they we needed those ponies to bring the friendship to the transformers and you know what i wish i'd read this in 2020 yeah yeah uh and, and so we we open up with with my boy shockwave uh who is one of my favorite uh uh well we actually open up on equestria with a group called the changelings which i don't know who they are uh because i haven't okay, seen good, those I, was, episodes. I, was like, I don't know who you are uh, I'm assuming they are pony like creatures that can transform into different things as they do. And they are using magic to reach out to get help uh, from other uh, changelings in the universe. And of course, that leads them to Cybertron as they pull a bunch of Autobots and Decepticons uh, into the world of Equestria and uh, the havoc that breaks loose as they get sent all over the planet there. And this was the smartest thing that they did. They separated all the transformers across mm-hmm. Equestria to encounter the different ponies aqu- across Equestria. So they could have little vignette uh, mini yeah, issues. The, the, each the one of these execution. issues is kind of each one of these issues is cut into like two sort of mini stories episodes. And, yeah. The, the execution of this crossover is impeccable it's not something i think i've seen done before in a crossover of this scale and the fact that they treat it like a classic episode of a cartoon where you have two stories is so interesting because the the opening the opening story kind of gives you your your overarching plot the autobots and the decepticons are now in equestria each following story is like a little short story that takes place in this time period. And it all gets tied together at the end. But you, yeah, you basically get these little mini crossovers of here is X Transformer and X Pony. And this is their story. And I have to say, what a phenomenal idea. Because we get so much 
interesting stuff to pull from in this crossover as opposed to having some weird giant epic fight for four issues. Yes. We get some really entertaining stuff, some really sweet stories. Some extremely sweet stories. And I'm playing with a toy, which is why you can hear this right now. But I, so so our first our, our first little vignette is Rarity's story. And she which, is I love it so much. It's so good. She is in uh, opening up a new boutique in Manhattan. Manhattan as she does as she does uh, only to find that Starscream has attacked Manhattan and has has proclaimed that he is taking over. And what does Rarity do? She helps. She she has made him his crown and cape combo from the Transformers movie. Uh, that is what I was putting on Starscream right <laughs> now, uh, because this is such an iconic look for for Starscream because of the movie. Uh, and of course, Rarity, who is a fashion designer, would do that. <laughs> that is the task that Starscream would set out for her to do, which is fantastic um uh but of course uh rc uh another uh, uh a, a transformer that makes her debut in the motion in the, in the motion picture listen to me in the the original transformers movie uh comes to save the ponies and they all team up together to to stop him uh in in just some really fun ways with rarity using her magic and rc using her tactical abilities and the two of them just kind of instantly bonding over things it is so so charming and fun (laughs) yeah so here especially it's the actual conversation that rc and rarity are having throughout this whole thing that really makes it work because the 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 battle isn't the focus it's the friendship these two very different creatures are forming and it's it's wonderful and this really sets the stage for what this crossover is and and i will say we talked a lot in our our doctor who star trek episode last week that you could hear the the voices of the characters as you were reading the dialogue while Mm. i don't think that's necessarily true of all of the transformers i do think it's true of the ponies it certainly felt like all of the writers really knew the ponies very well. And I mean, I've seen I've seen the list of the writers because they have a, I mean, they had different vignettes. They have different writers doing different stories. So it's basically you're getting like essentially um, eight short stories by eight different teams. And we should also and, clarify that IDW Publishing put this out and IDW has, I believe, run the My Little Pony and Transformers comics for a long they've time. They've been right. They, they, they've had Transformers forever. Um, I I don't know if we need to go through every single segment. Um, but do you have a favorite one? I do. So, uh, well, there's a couple of things I do want to point out, and this yeah, is gonna... we, we can talk about all. Of, we, we don't have to talk about um, all of them, but we can talk about several of them. So uh, I do want to say, so some of the other things that that the the team ups that we have, we have Spike, the dragon, uh, Twilight Sparkles, this is my favorite. friend uh, who ends up not he uh, uh, he does not go to or he does not stay in Equestria. He gets transported back to Cybertron and teams up with Grimlock, of all people. <laughs> it's so wonderful because the entire time he's got this weird hero worship of Grimlock and Grimlock's 100 percent down. Like yeah. he's only fine with spike but then they get attacked by the constructicons 
and they defeat the Constructicons together. And it's just such a fun, uh, it's a, a fun, uh, fun thing. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you also have, uh, unfortunately, I think maybe the weakest, uh, you have uh, an Autobot named Gage, who is not an Autobot I'm familiar with, uh, going on to Pinkie Pie, my favorite ponies, cooking show. And I... And then getting attacked by uh, Shockwave, my second favorite Transformer. Um, and I, I I feel like this one would have worked really well animated. I don't think it worked it, as it well. It 100% would have. I think the idea is there. I think it's limited by the fact that it's a comic. Because with this specific one, I think you need the vocal back and forth. I mean, th- there's nothing wrong with this story. I just think the, that other stories were more successful in this crossover the the best because part I of love that, the idea the best part of that story is that shockwave is known for being able to transform his hands into like light beam weapons and you have shockwave attacking gage and pinkie pie with a spatula and a whisk yeah it's, <laughs> with his it's hands. pretty great i mean there there's an aspect of it i i think the back and again the back and forth between the actual characters talking is really good here in here um I do. I, I agree with you that it, it does feel a little weaker and doesn't highlight. I think I mean, I don't know Gage very well, but I, I do know Pinkie Pie. And I think it doesn't really. Doesn't just it doesn't stick the landing. Yeah, I feel like I, I, I agree with that. Um, and then in, it was moved to issue three. This is where my favorite uh, my favorite of these mini arcs comes in. Uh, so you have uh, Fluttershy and Fluttershy is is a, a Pegasus pony. She can fly around and she is known for loving animals and taking care of animals. This is this is a good one. <laughs> she is she is having a, a having tea with the character Discord, which is a, is a character I'm not super familiar with, except I know he has been kind of an on again, off again villain of the ponies. Uh, he is voiced by John Delancey. Uh, in the cartoons, our, our, our okay. Boy, so he basically plays Q. Our base, our boy Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and, he's basically and, Q for ponies. And as Fluttershy and Discord are having tea, they are attacked by Soundwave. It is important to know that Soundwave has a bunch of little tiny mini bots that are cassette tapes, like Laserbeak and Ratbat mm-hmm. and Ravage, which are all animal-based Decepticons. You have pets? <laughs> <laughs> this this whole scene is about how Fluttershy makes friends with all of sound she she notices that that ravage ravage which is a a a robot panther <laughs> that is has always been like vicious and cruel has a has a little has a little uh damage on his snoot and he's gonna yeah <laughs> she's gonna put a little out, boo-boo cream on it and yeah <laughs> it's battle damage it's it's so <laughs> funny because of course because this is also like this is Soundwave for the record has always been weird to me because he he always talks like this. He's the most mm-hmm. robotic of them. And you never really know why. Well, at least I'm talking in the original cartoon. Obviously, they have fleshed right. this character out for decades since, but yeah, yeah. He never really feels super evil like the rest of the Decepticons do. And so sometimes you yeah. wonder why he's a Decepticon. And this the thing just... is he's always doing like the super shifty stuff. Like he's the one who's always spying on the Autobots in that first season. He's always yeah. sending laser beak out. And... He's the one making the energon cubes that they need so badly. And uh but I just I love that in this you have sound waves, you know, becoming like 
becoming friendly with Fluttershy because because she cares it's, about his pets. It's so funny. Oh, I love it so wonderful. much. I I am I, I can't say I'm surprised how taken I, I am with this crossover, but I because I mean I know I know MLP to have that effect on people, but when you when you're not as part of a fandom and when you're not taking part in a franchise as frequently as as other people you know you tend to forget stuff you know you tend to forget the effect that this these stories can have on you and so going back and and because this is the first pony thing i've probably experienced since the movie came out and i i just i i'm taken aback by just how wholesomely charming all of it is and it because it's not it's also not charming in in a way that feels disingenuous yeah and that i think is what really sells it it's not just being purely sugary saccharine sweet it's a genuine friendship sentiment and i think that is very difficult to nail and the fact that they're able to do that in this crossover and make it work is i mean i i give them all the respect in the world for for sure. Um, also in issue three, we have Windblade, who is a more recent Autobot um, teaming up, who is a, a uh, she is a, a fighter jet of her own uh, capacity, uh, teaming up with Rainbow Dash as they <laughs> challenge each other to a race. But the race gets attacked by the Decepticons and they have to, to team up to to take down the Decepticons with flying theatrics. And that's again, where, where I like this one too because it it feels very Rainbow Dash. I can't speak to 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 Windblade because I don't know her that well, but it, right. speaks, it speaks very much to Rainbow Dash and what she is. It's just that I could see that being a more typical thing for a Transformer to do, which is again I go back to this Fluttershy one because it seems so opposite of anything you would expect a Transformer I, to be. That's what a makes that, that one story. such a great story. I, I will say, because I very much liked the Rainbow Dash uh, segment, but it was also the one as soon as they started this one, I was like, I know exactly how this is going to end. It's yeah. going to end with them both agreeing that's a tie. Yep. I, I just knew that was going to happen. And it does. And it doesn't matter. It's still super delightful. It's a very fun, uh, like Rainbow Dash teaches, uh, was it Windblade? Yes. Um, a combat maneuver which is awesome <laughs> look it's 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 so great it's it's just it's charming it's charming uh, and as I, we... i'm not gonna lie of all the crossovers that we've had and i know we picked this one because we're like oh huh, i still feel it my little pony and transformers is such an unlikely combo for it to work like, and then it works so well you know yeah that's that's the thing is the fact that this has worked so well and in a way that i'm like oh in a way that i'm like oh this makes perfect sense this a hundred percent is how this should go down yes and i mean i just i am so taken with how this works because and this is i would say this is the first you know mlp uh crossover i've ever read and like other things might make sense to me and I mean, I get you have two I, I, from IDW's business perspective. I get it. You got two classic 80, 80s uh, cartoon slash toy empires that you own um, or they have rights to. Yeah, we're we're crossing these babies over 100 oh, percent. And and, and uh, they have also crossed over 
the Transformers with everybody. With everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have the the Transformers Ecto-1 sitting on my desk just to the left of me. I got it right next to me, too. They've, they've, they've crossed over with Star Trek. We almost covered that one. They made a Transformer USS Enterprise that they never made the toy for, and I am right. That, that's honestly, that's that's why we're not covering that crossover because I am I am incensed. It that makes we do not me have so Transformer. angry. I'm just mad about it because I we have the Top Gun Maverick Transformer. We don't have the Enterprise. Yeah, they made it. Uh, that that was I forgot about that one. They also made a, a trans uh, Blackbird from uh, uh, X. Yeah, that's actually one I really need to get. I I liked that one a lot. Uh, and they also uh, they have call the, it the Blackbird, but it's a hundred percent the Blackbird. Yeah, they they also have the uh, the the DeLorean, uh, DeLorean which is I, I hear it's like like but legally distinct from a DeLorean. But uh, I never picked that one up. I want to. I should probably. Look I didn't for it. either. I should look for it. anyway. Uh, so, but, but it was a Back to the Future Transformer. Yes, like, to was, be clear, it was. Uh, so let's jump into the final issue where we have uh, finally Applejack's uh, 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 crossover. And, oh, Ap- and of course, the Insecticons, the, the Insecticons are involved. <laughs> yeah. So so Applejack, for, for the folks that, that, that don't know, is an apple farmer. She and her family uh, uh, farm apples. Uh, and the Insecticons are a group of uh, swarming uh swarming transformers swarming decepticons that just devour everything and you have the two of them going uh going after each other uh oddly uh discord is in this issue as well i think because they <laughs> they realize that applejack might need a little bit more help to deal. Well, and she doesn't fully trust that this isn't all his doing um also we we have to we have to preface every single issue has a roll call and it's ponies and other creatures my favorite is from this one because it's has got it's got applejack on there just this honest farmer <laughs> that that is how she she's described it i was like because everyone else is like princess of friendship or uh, spikes a dragon and twilight's royal advisor um you know co- uh, pr- uh, princess Ca- uh, cadence is the co-rule of the crystal empire but like applejack honest farmer and that to me is like oh oh i know where we're going now but but what it is interesting to me that this one has a weird reference that i i i, I wasn't expecting in that in order to fight off the insecticons applejack has to call her entire family to fight them <laughs> in like this avengers end game on your left coming out of portals moment yeah it's <laughs> it's i mean yes it's it's fantastic and I um I, I I love this. And it also helps that the art is just spot on. It's adorable. It's very, very adorable. Um but but that leads us to to the 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 final arc. And this is really the everybody coming together toward at the end to uh to 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 you know the autobots and the ponies teaming up against the changelings and the decepticons in a big battle to end everything and you know the decepticons realize they want to get some of the magic so they can you know use that in their energon cubes and all and this and that and all of that but this this uh, you know it, it it plays out pretty much like you would expect yeah but you also get you also get optimus giving the big call out transform and trot out and trot out. I was not a fan of that. 
I did not I thought like that. was that. hilarious. I, that was so funny. Uh, with uh, with Twilight Sparkle teaming in till every pony are one instead of till all are one. Uh, um, but you also but, have this great moment of um, uh, Soundwave trying to uh, bring out all of his uh, his pets and says eject and then <laughs> comes Pinkie Pie. Ha! More like reject. Am I right? And throwing a pie in Samway's face, which Typical is Pinkie Pie. Gotta love a it. wonderful moment. So what, I, I truly so, love that. So while while these are this is basically just like you're looking at this for the art specifically, because there's characters that, that show up in this section that like jazz and ironhide are only in this part of the book they say no lines these are two of the most <laughs> important transformers oh, bumblebee has practically no role in this he does speak but he has no real role in this crossover and he's arguably one of the most popular transformers which which is fine but but it's it's really the joy of this is the little tiny moments you see in in the background like you see rc and car form charging at a decepticon with rarity sitting in the driver's seat <laughs> yelling it's so funny you've got uh you you've got uh um all all sorts of things that 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 happen twilight sparkle stops megatron from being able to fire his weapon miles do you did you catch this what she does to stop him uh trying to remember off the top of my head twilight yeah. sparkle uses her magic to stop megatron from being able to fire his cannon by sticking an orange cap on the end of it that's brilliant that is yeah. hilarious that's, that's uh, phenomenal um, for folks that at home that may not get the joke i'm making here or the reference i'm making megatron was a toy gun you can't sell him anymore. <laughs> uh, and, and when they and, and so when they put him out, if they ever do in gun form, which is rare because he's usually a tank now and he's actually a tank yeah. in this, they have to put that bright orange cap on the tip of his weapon uh, so that he that that, you know, yeah, it's I a toy. About that. It's so good. It's fantastic. And uh, of course, we've got Grimlock and Spike popping in. And Spike is wearing uh, the a, a robot power suit from uh, the Transformers Earth. Miles, have you ever seen that robot power suit before? I believe I have. Yeah. Do you know who wore that robot power suit in the Transformers? Who? Spike Witwicky. Spike and Spike. And when they ask who is wearing that ro- exosuit, spike of course because of course it's spike <laughs> like that's beautiful yeah it's it's pretty great um i also feel like tempest from the mlp movie is in that one of the splashes uh yeah there's there's um i don't know if it's tempest but there are uh i mean she's got the scar oh yeah there she is she's definitely right there and the broken horn and everything. Yeah, there she is, standing um, right in front of Bumblebee. I was, I, was, I was like, wait, is that is that Tempest from the movie? <laughs> um, <laughs> which, yo, that's a great movie. You should watch it's, it. It's, it's um, pretty fun. Um, and of course, uh, Twilight Sparkle uses the 
uses her magic combined with Prime's Matrix of Leadership to use the Matrix of Friendship to send all the Decepticons and Autobots back. And uh, of course, we don't end this without setting up a sequel. Um, a sequel which they definitely made in uh, a couple of years later. They they released they did. The, the second which, one in 2021. Yeah, we we might have to come back and uh and uh do that because that that was such a a rewarding read. Yeah. Honestly, like I mean, I knew I I had a feeling that that would be the vibe that this crossover had, but still, like the just on paper, I was like, My Little Pony and uh, Transformers crossover. That sounds all right. Well, we'll see. And man, it is such a wonderful wonderful crossover it's it's a lot of fun i mean you have to i will say for this you have to kind of have buy-in with the ponies if you don't like the ponies you're probably not going to be into this i Um, mean that that is true i mean if you bought this as a transformers fan you might be a little confused as to what's going on i I would say that like hey i mean i could see this like if i'd never like actually give him the ponies a, a shot i could see me checking the ponies out because of this I just, because i, just, I mean they do, they do a pretty great job representing I, what I, the ponies are i agree i just think there are a lot of people out there that do are not willing to give the ponies a shot and again like i say i'm not a big brony i'm not gonna go to bro con or pony con or whatever it's called but i do enjoy this show i think it's charming and i think that these characters if you if you're, show, if you're open to them will win you over much like they did the Autobots <laughs> in this comic. Uh, so yeah, uh, again, the, the, this is so short. This episode is going to end up being a little bit shorter, uh, but miles final thoughts on friendship in disguise. Well, I, I think this is a refreshing way to treat a crossover uh, in a way that hadn't really considered as much uh, often there is a lot of convoluted storytelling um obviously you know we chose projects that we obviously very much like but there there are several crossovers where it's just like oh you gotta do this and this and this and the the idea to kind of create classic cartoon style split stories is i i think inspired and the fact that they really utilized the strength of the My Little Pony franchise into these stories in a way that made this made not only made this crossover make sense, but made it kind of like a no brainer. And I, I'm, I am so impressed with that. I think this is a I mean, certainly a different style of crossover that I'm used to reading, but I would love to see more attempts at this kind of thing. I think I think they're onto something here and I could not have been more delighted to read this absolutely uh so with that said uh let's talk about what we are going to do next week and maybe yeah true i want you to 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 bring this one in because this one's solely on you so (laughs) we are going to read uh this is actually a, a part of a larger a larger work, but we are going to read issue three of this comic and just one issue. There's just the one issue where 
Across the galaxy, the Green Lantern Corps, protectors of the universe, team up with Colonel Sanders for KFC Green Lantern across the universe. Uh, This is wild. It is absolutely wild. Uh, This is part of the KFC Presents comics uh, from 2017. Actually, it started before 2017. Uh, They've done... uh, they did like about one a year and and they had a few different ones, but this one crossed over with the Green Lantern Corps uh, and the Colonel gets a KFC Green Lantern bucket ring. And. Man, I cannot wait to talk about this because it is wild. Um, in addition, though, because we're only covering one issue, we may also talk about some of the crossovers that we might want to see. Maybe crossover some, you know, this or that, and and uh, we'll we'll avoid doing our own uh, amalgam network, but uh, or amalgam project. But yeah, so that's next week across the universe, KFC Green Lantern. Uh, so with that said, we are going to end the show a little early today. Uh, if you would like to find us, you can find us at themoreunerd.com. You can tweet to us at themoreunerd. You can go to facebook.com slash themoreunerd. And of course, you can email us themoreunerd at gmail.com. That's themoreunerd at gmail.com. Until then, we end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd out. out.